Welcome in, back with the Thoughts Podcast, as I do my best Ian Sork impression tonight. He's already in bed. Um, I'm going to have to start the dryer when he's on and I pop off. He's got a big date tomorrow night. Big date. Um, maybe we'll do a pod on that later in the week. But for, hiding, hiding in the bushes. But for, <laughs> inside joke. But for, uh, for now, we'll focus on the Premier League. Uh, we'll talk about last week's match of the week, which was Arsenal-Liverpool, which went pretty much how we thought it would. We'll make fun of United, which is one of our favorite pastimes. No Dan to argue with us. Chelsea gets its first win in the Lampard era. City rolls, Tottenham stumbles, and we'll talk about next week's match of the week, or this week, I should say. A lot of, a lot of Arsenal so far this year. Uh, we have the North London Derby this this week, so we're excited for that. But we'll start off with Arsenal-Liverpool. We had a 1-0 score at halftime. Uh, final 3-1. Liverpool puts 25 shots, Oof. only three on net, all of which which went in. Uh, Arsenal managed to, to fire nine, five on net. Possession was pretty much even. Salah, Mane, Firmino up top were... Their usual cells, Matip got an 8.3, and his celebration was a 4.3. <laughs> That's generous. Super awkward. Oh. Arms, wacky inflatable waving tube arm, man, however that goes. But anyway, we'll... I'm glad we don't have to see him score a lot. No, that's <laughs> definitely a blessing. We'll start with reacts from Azan, the Gunners fan. Takeaways, if any. All right. Um, well, you know what? You got it. I have to give credit where it's due. You, 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 you called Emery out right from the start. You said Liverpool like attacking down the wings. He set up with a very strange four. What was it? Four four two with a diamond trying to control the middle of the park. Right. But he controlled the wrong part of the park. You needed to control. <laughs> you know. You, yeah. You had to control the wings, and you had to. Uh, you had to prevent Rob Robertson. Did I say that? Robertson. Andy. Robertson. Andrew. Or Robinson, Andy, depending on how old you are. Yeah, no, we had to prevent their wing backs from coming up, you know, swinging crosses, and that's all they did all day. And we couldn't hold. Quite frankly, we couldn't keep possession. Like I, I see what he was trying to do. He was trying to build from the back and try and create something with Obama Yang and Pepe. And to you know, to their credit, I think they played good games. They just lacked that one piece of you know they could. They had chances in the first half, had chances in the second half, couldn't finish. Like you said. Five shots on net compared to Liverpool's three. That just shows you who's more efficient in front of net right now. Um, and sure. yes, twenty-five shots is quite a lot to give up. We were we were certainly outplayed. I, I don't know if that match finishes any other direction, even if we do set up right. But certainly, I think Emery got it wrong. He let them bomb forward on the on the wing and try to control the middle of the park, and that certainly wasn't the right. I just I, it um it, it never ceases to amaze me. Coaches in any sport, any level, I, w- I really wish we could see behind the scenes. Whenever guys try to be too cute or too smart or buck the trend or buck what, what everyone's expecting or just the right thing to do, it never goes well. Right. Lee, Arlo, Robbies, Kyle, Rebecca. Said the same thing. Everybody is like, why is Arsenal set up this way? Right. And you know what's interesting too is the goals we conceded weren't really Liverpool. Like if the last one was a Salah goal was absolutely, but again we were trying to attack at that point. We were down two 0 
I think what he was trying to do, just in his mind, it didn't work, was let's try and keep a clean sheet by crowding that box because these guys have so many, you know, on the break, they're un- they're unbeatable. That's how they like to play. They play fast. They play fast. I really love how so, fast they so get I, after. I, I do think he came, you know, he touched on something that he, he did well, which was crowd the box. I just didn't think he should have crowded the middle as much. I thought he should have crowded more on, on the wing because they could always spread the ball and retain possession. And that, that when you when you don't have the ball in Anfield, you know, 70% of the time, good luck to you. You're not winning that game. I agree. I, I mean, you, you watch – I don't know if you watched the pregame for City, um, but Kyle – and I forget. This is, I guess it's – is it Robbie? Yeah. Um, one of the Robbies. One of the Robbies. Uh, they were talking about how Silva and De Bruyne play in this advanced eight role. Mm-hmm. They basically have two of them. Liverpool doesn't have that. All right. So the, the problem with City is that they also have the wingers, right? So, so against Liverpool, you would want them to play through the middle, whereas City, it really doesn't matter at the moment. You have to hope they're on a bad day. Yeah. They're not finishing, um, or you can you catch them on, on a counter because those guys, can they, they love advancing. They love playing in the channels. But if you close that down, they're more than happy yeah. to kick it out to – Bernardo or Sterling, who then have the overlap options on the other side of them, right? Yeah. It just never ends with the way City plays. So, so with Liverpool though, it just it was flabbergasting. I any and then we're sitting there waiting for him so to make changed, a change. No. Nothing at halftime. Nothing with the formation. Um, that was very Arsene Wenger of him, wasn't it? I said that. Yeah. No, it was <laughs> not that Arsene. he's a or not, not not that he's from the Arsene tree. I don't know if anybody's from the Arsenal. He's not tree, similar. I mean, his, but his type of play is not similar. But certainly, the the the. What do you make of Lacazette not being a, wrong. a regular on the? He on should the be team the first sheet. name on the sheet. I think. I think if you really think about it, he's our best player. I, I don't like Pepe. Looks like he probably will be. I mean, he's shown flashes of just raw talent. But Lacazette right now, as a finished product, is our best player on the team. Who else would you say that maybe Obama? I mean, it's him and Alba. Yeah, that's, those are our two best products. So you need to field a team, and they need to be the first two names on the sheet. And what? Do you, how do you feel about Ozil not playing? I mean, I, I like Ceballos. I like Ceballos, but Ozil has experience in the league. He's played at Anfield. He's beaten Liverpool. There's got to be some stuff we don't know There's about. This, it has to be. I there mean, Emery's never liked him. Emery's never liked his effort on the defensive side. Which is fair. And in a game like this, is only the only way you're playing him is if he's up top. But you, you, but again, um, in the, in the ten role. But if you look at our, if you look at our squad, right? What makes it special? I think at the very least, it's Alba and Laka, and then it's Ozil when Ozil's doing the right thing. Right, it's up top. Yeah, for sure. So, which is why I said they need. I would have played him with Ceballos, yeah. and then one of your just take Willock um, or Gunduzi off and play Zaka, yeah, as a center. As but a, you know, Gunduzi and Torreira have been bright spots so far. Maitland Niles was definitely his worst game. <sighs> Um, he found he was just in no man's land a lot, and, and he didn't look sharp. He looked kind of cluttered. He didn't look decisive. And right. What's funny is you said he doesn't look fast, and I thought about it. it was like the reason why you don't look fast when you are a fast so player is when you don't know what you're doing, right? Because you, you don't commit to you know the sprint or you don't. This commit. was also Sabios's worst game by far, which I don't think it was purely the it wasn't the, the uh, talent of Liverpool. I think it was just playing a different. It was role. a system. No, yeah. it, it, look, I felt bad for all our attacking midfielders because when the ball came out, they were pressed up. You know, there was no yeah, space. Yeah, it was ugly. It was like, ugly. You're, you saw the pass of Bios played again across the box. It's like, 
the dude has nowhere to go. Like, should he just take it out of bounds? Because, like, he was trying to do something. Because right. he because there was nothing happening. you got to try and do something. The any So, the, I, do, I do not blame him at all. It would have been a very nice finish. Right. The only moment I can think of that would have changed it is them scoring first, and Aubameyang did have a chance with a – I think it was – Pretty sure it was a brutal – no, it was Abba. A brutal – I think Adrian again. Oh, the mob? Really yeah. bad clearance or whatever happened there. Yeah. Goes straight to Abba, and he tries to, you know, Van Dyke closed in on him. He had to pitch it up and missed by maybe three feet. Yeah. If that goes in. If that goes in, it's a different game. You know, I'm not saying Arsenal wins at Anfield, but it certainly would have changed the dynamic. Right. Um, and certainly gave Arsenal cool. some some much-needed confidence. What I thought was interesting, too, is I think there was a little, bit, little game of cat and mouse where Emery was crowding the box. He's like, let's see if you guys can score. And the way they scored was got to be heartbreaking. It was right before the half, off a header, right? Like, that's the one place. Like, Liverpool's not necessarily the greatest set-piece corner team. Like, Virgil's incredible. We all know that. But Matip and the way he scored, too. Socrates was right there. you gotta, you got to contest that header better, at least. Um, so, you know, it broke down. They, you, we almost held them out to 45 minutes. But what really bugged me was, okay, they've scored now. You've got to change the system. Because if you keep that same system, they're – it's a defensive system that is trying to create on the counter. They don't need to attack with the same numbers that they did. And then they managed to get that penalty. Yeah. Louise just pulled. I don't know if this part is, is Emery, but I really don't understand when they would break the press. It was like, it was very strange how many times they played a long ball against Van Dyke. Just like were, literally playing into Liverpool's hands. I think I, I don't know if there were like, any options though. But that's not one of them. No, that's not one. That's of their them. worst. Option. That's literally you're you're asking to give them the ball back. So I found that very weird as well. I don't. I, I'm not gonna blame the, the manager too. for that. But that was another thing I noticed. It was like every time they did break the press, it was like Why you they they turned into hot potato, and it was just like they, they had no idea what to do once they did break out of jail because they got the ball so little. That it's like, okay, how do I get the ball to Alba? And, well, they, they had uh, possession. They won 50, 50, 52 48. Well, it, but you know where the possession was? Yeah, though. in the corner. In the corner. Hiding. Right. Yeah. So it's like the only way to get so, out with their press was to try and go above. But any yeah. um any positives to take as an Arsenal fan from this game, or are you just ready to move on? I think there were some. Um, I think that in terms of system, hopefully the positive is that Emery won't try and repeat. Uh, playing three holding players, I don't think suits our team. I don't think it suits our talent, especially with our defensive woes. So what I will say is Pepe had a good game. I mean, he didn't finish, you know, it's his first game at Anfield. He's still young, but he showed me flashes of otherworldly talent, which we haven't had, quite frankly, in a long time. So maybe, you know, like having no, a- he put a he put somebody on skates. He put he put quite a few people on skate. I mean, when he turns on a dime, it's 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 really something to behold. It's it's so. I, quick. I think it was Ro- it was Robertson. He put yeah. him on skates. He turned, he turned him. He beat him, and then he he went to his. I think he went to his right foot or left. Yeah. It looked like it was weak foot. I can't remember which, but it, it was not a great finish. Right, getting there was impressive. He tried to put it on his left, but it, he had to hit that with his right. Those games against the top six, you know, you're gonna have to put together the full product if you're Arsenal yeah. from that top three, but. Which is why no, I don't think I mean, it's our year. I, I don't think we're competing with Liverpool and City. So, I, going away to Anfield, if, if we got a point, I would say that's a bonus. 
But hey, yeah, which is a, I think a good segue to the rest of the league because um, it is certainly up for grabs right now. It's only been three games, um, but Arsenal is third. They have six points, goal differential of Seto. Uh, but the other big names have not looked impressive, so that's that's why they're sitting third. Um, the other game that we watched together that Saturday was United at home against Crystal Palace. Brutal display from the Red Devils. They lost 2-1, to one, and... It's not that we, any of us, really hate United. Dan's your, your buddy. and uh, um, Big United fan. We have no beef with them. We were actually hoping for a better game and have no nothing wrong. We wouldn't have been upset if United would have won. We were just right. looking for a good display, and, and that is not what they gave us. No. Where do we start with them? Because week one, we were talking about Pogba and how he was out of shape. He's, he's looking better every single week. He, he and look perhaps like he's coming to grips with the fact that he's going to be here for another year. Um, they spend money. I think McGuire's earned his respect. So he is not the problem. Yep. He is. He is. Um, Despite Twitter. <laughs> he is other than the penalty. But we saw this week Rashford took it, roped one, but off the post. So yeah. anyway, um, where, where do their faults lie right now? I, I just don't think they can create. I, I think that. Jesse Lingard is really not. Why is he playing? At it, 10? It's unbelievable. I and, don't understand. And what's unbelievable to me is Juan Mata, probably one of the most creative midfielders in Premier League era. Like, sure, he's older. You know, he probably won't hey, play as many minutes. He's not his prime. He's not his prime. But guess what? He can create, and I feel like that's the one thing the team can do. Marshall is a finisher. You could definitely play Mata for sixty minutes. Yeah, Marshall's a finisher, right? Rashford is definitely a finisher. He's not a creator. And who's the guy? James is is a finisher as well. Right, not much of a He's, time. I'm not. He's young. He definitely goes after it. He's aggressive, so I think he's definitely a mainstay in their I lineup. I really like him. He's, he did have a nice finish. He's, he's a little rough around the edges. I'll say that. Yeah. But he goes forward. He's active. He's clearly trying to do something. So for those three things alone, he he's, he's going to be, be in the United him. eleven, pretty much every week unless there's something sure. tactical. But, but again. To our point about Arsenal, right? Those three guys score goals. I think that's their number one trait. So you got to start them as front three, but you have to have a creative player. And I don't think you can play Rashford anywhere other than a center forward. Yeah, which is a problem because you can't. Marshall plays down the wing and he never looks great either. So, so you either go with those two next to each other, which no one does, right? Like I feel like Premier League's moved away from the four four two. Arsenal somehow played it this weekend, but I actually think that might be their best setup. Play four, think, play a flat four, four, two. See, I don't get that. I think you have to play to your team, exactly to your talent. Because when you get back on D, I mean, as long as you have guys who are willing to do that and they can commit, excuse me, coordinate and create a shape, right? It doesn't really matter how you look on offense if everybody gets back. Offense, you should be set up. I, I, I think it would be nice to see those two play off of each other yeah. up the middle. I don't. I just don't. Uh, James seems to be more comfortable coming from the wing. He does. And, he can play on the right pretty well. And um, I don't know who would – I mean, I guess Luke Shaw likes to get forward. And Juan Bizarro He's hurt. So like He came off it. I know, but yeah. I'm just saying. So, I mean, you don't – it's not your modern left and right wing. No. It's just your wing or your fullbacks getting forward yeah. instead to, to throw the balls in from the side. So. Yeah. 
Or you could, I, you if could, I'm them, I try that. But could you try it three five two? You could, and then play two wing backs. You certainly could. I don't know who their third would be after Lindelof uh, and McGuire. Smalling. <laughs> I I don't think Smalling's that bad as a third. He's playing the Brentford. No, you definitely years. could. I mean, look, I just watched again. It was against the not again, but it was against a newly promoted Serie A Serie A team. Interplayed Conte's three five two, and they looked phenomenal again. Yeah, but I mean, you could say United's overall talent versus versus Crystal Palace is somewhat similar to Inter versus Leash. Yeah, it should have been a four one, um, five one, you know, four one game. So no, I don't, I don't think they're playing to their strengths. And why do you think Lingard still start and playing? Not just starting, playing about seventy seventy five. They don't know what to do with Sanchez, but Martial's hurt apparently as well. So now they might not sell Sanchez. That would be awful because he's he's over the hill. I think there's I think if he gets a change of scenery, there can I think there's still stuff left in there. It's a it's absurd that he's just completely done. He's so, not that old. So what's interesting about the way he plays though is do you remember Carlos Tevez? Yes. So the way they play was very similar. They would play at a hundred percent. All the time. There was never a drop-off in effort, in just pure hard work and, and intensity. So what's what's interesting about him is because he plays like that, he's definitely going to suffer. I have not been super surprised by the amount of burnout he seems to have suffered from. And he played the Copa America every summer. He played the Copa America every summer. So this guy played when he was at Arsenal. It's one of the things he used to talk about. He was playing too much. He really had a month off every year because Chile was a good team, yeah. and he, you know, he was one of their best players. So he would play eleven months a year, and so I am not surprised that he's had like a, a complete, what seems to be like a burnout. Like he doesn't seem to have the energy he used to. He's not. He's not the most skillful player. His skill revolves around his athleticism and his sheer intensity. Without that, he's not the same player. I did see. Apparently, United is going to. Go hard after James Madison, Lester, ninety million dollar rated man. So that would uh, also a striker, though. Right? Just uh, continue the pile up as far as how much they've spent this summer uh, or this year. That'll this year. be this, this is year. he a striker? Is he a center forward? Um, I want it because I, mean, I feel like I would be shocked year. if he's. <laughs> I hope he's a midfielder because I was about to say it. I mean, they just seem like a mixed bag right now. So he is an attacking midfielder. Oh yeah, that's what they need. That's really. I would, so yeah, it's either you go and get a, a, an attacking midfielder, or you get a true holding mid to allow Pogba to get forward more. Because what that's the one that? thing they're missing. Is, Wouldn't you rather play Matic for whatever he is? Yeah, now? but he's terrible. What? But he's washed. And what? What about Matomney? Is he? Does he that impress you that much when he plays? He's okay. He's okay. I would rather. I don't. To your point, what is Pogba doing at the back? Like, what does he do? Right? Like, he, he ganders forward, and then you see the two times he come forward, he create something happens. No, he's he is look, he is. I've been impressed with Paul Pogba. I I, I really have. And he also has an Ezekiel Elliott kind of body, right? Like the first time we saw, him, like he clearly needs to play himself into shape. He, he does not come off. He has a little bit of body fat, and it comes off pretty. You know, once he starts playing, it seems to. Get back to normal. But he needs to be up there because they have nothing else. Yeah. So they – I mean, they are – I would describe them as a 
bag of mixed fit, mis, misfit toys right now, and and Ole does not know what to do with them, and they look lost. So they 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 do not look like they're threatening for the three hole, and they could be. I don't think so um, Back in Europa League, or well, depending they, on how it goes, I think them. And they Chelsea, have the talent. They they shouldn't fall out of the top six. So I think them and Chelsea probably compete for. You know, that yeah. six spot. So Chelsea 3-2. I don't know how much we want to touch here other than it's nice to see a big-name team playing young players, especially not the word. Well, I guess both of us are English, <laughs> but not, not 100%. But it's cool to see one of them finally playing young guys, and those young guys playing well. Tammy Abraham um, really was like the subject one. of some – Racism um, a couple weeks ago after I think he missed the PK, um, but he had two really nice finishes, so he showed his potential. Mason Mount looks like a uh, a mini Frank Lampard um, coming out of the midfield and scoring goals. They're still far, far, far from finished product. Pulisic looks good as well. But I want to see some more from him. But it's again, it's uh, early days. Correct. So. I, I they get their I, first win. I do want to say to Chelsea fans, hopefully some of you are listening, you guys really are the worst. You know, like, there are many teams in, in the league going. that have racist fans, but you guys are the only ones in the Premier League that consistently racially abuse your own players. What is wrong with you? First of all, you shouldn't be racially abusing anybody, but Tammy Abraham is your future. What are you doing? Go get a life. Chelsea fans are the worst. I don't know if you know this. Go to England. When we go to London next, you'll see. They're the stuck-up, like, teenagers who had it all, and they, they think, you know, they deserve every every championship that comes their way. I can't I can't sense if there's any bias there. No. Uh, every team says this about them. They are racist, rich. That's what Chelsea is. It's like this rich, boy, you know, this rich area, very white, and they're super racist, and they've had so many bad – you remember the the videos of the on on the subway a few years ago? No, I mean that was a team that had the fan that Sterling was the subject of the Sterling. There you go. Well, he, he got banned for life. So and that team just they keep having these. Which games. we keep having good segues. Raheem Sterling slots home again. Apologized to his fantasy owners that he can't get a hat trick every week, um, but he continues to be a star, and his ascension and his ability to finish is just unbelievable for a city fan from when he first got there the confidence that pep has brought him is i mean it's just it's really nice to see for for a kid who the english press i mean anybody with eyes ears knows saw what they were doing to him so i I just i'm really happy for him um so city rolls i believe it was what three did they get four no i think it was three nothing aguero scored two um Sterling scored one, one another assist for – it was one. Yeah, they scored in a free kick. You're right. Very nice free kick, nice actually. Um, Can't help that. De Bruyne with another assist. Fastest player in Premier League history in terms of games played to 50 assists. Wow. And it's not even really close. They threw it up. I think it's by at least it – was, it was actually crazy. Um, He's definitely the best – Passer, young passer, we've seen in a long time. So you know what they reminds roll, me of? I don't know. Did you watch that one at all? Yeah, I did. You know what he reminds me of? Dennis Burkamp. Go back. And he was watch on Dennis the list. Bur- he, he, he was way past. He was way ahead of his pace. No, I'm sure, but the, I'm the saying, league was very different back. No, then. I, I'm. You, you, you like he's playing for now. City. Yeah, like, I, I get it. Yeah. 
But 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 just if you look at the comp, like me watching Nance Burkham, when I see when I see De Bruyne pass and spray the ball, especially in those crosses on the right foot, like it's very Dutch almost. You know, it's like he's got this like remarkable finesse about no, he, him. And it's pinpoint. he might have played in the Dutch league at a young. He did. I, I think. think one of his. Ajax? He left home. No, was he, he was never a Ajax player, but. Um, so yeah, I mean, City can't blame Ederson. Uh, I still don't love seeing Nicholas Otamendi out there. He does nothing for me. John Stone? Um, since week one, Stones is hurt. Since week one, Walker has – he was super motivated in, in week one. <laughs> he was flying up the right wing. And he, and he still does his thing, but I'll be interested to see how much longer he holds on to that gig over Cancelo. Um, I think I actually – I think I left before Cancelo subbed in. I think the Premier League, I think you still start Walker for a little bit just because he knows the league and he he knows the physicality and let Cancelo, you know, let him find his way. Yeah, and then use him in European competition. You know what I mean? Like, especially the Premier League, if you're being any any point in the back four, you got to be ready for a beating. No, that's fair. And maybe maybe that's how they use him this year. Um, He's definitely one for the long haul. It's a good problem. If you're playing him in the end. You know, the FA Cup and the Carabao Cup, you're giving Walker some break and you, you spray them both league. right in the group stages. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, other it's than that, Aguero now. slotted to. Um, and he, I keep, he's in form. Jesus was hurt, so there was no controversy as to who they were going to start. I keep there. telling you, you cannot start this guy. Um, he just scores too many goals. He's, he's a, no, he's a machine. It's, I, 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 I hope he stays healthy because – He'll have a special I think year. he can – he's never gotten over 30, and he's a guy who – That's purely because of health. Um, you would fully expect that he would be one of the guys who's, who's scoring over 30. In no, the he career, does have – he does have weeks. Like he, he's – unfortunately, one of his characteristics is he doesn't play the full year, right? And City's done a good job of making sure they're good replacements. So, yeah, if he stays healthy, you know, knock on wood for him, I hope he does, he'll, he'll easily have more than 30. I don't even think that's, you know. Easy, I mean, on this team, he's got he's got four and three weeks, so he's definitely ahead of pace. Um, but it, you know, he'll definitely get a break here and there. Against he also get a half here and there. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So City looks good so far. Rodri has slid in, looks very comfortable. Busquets. Um, so yeah, I mean, we don't need to spend too much more time on them. They don't have a big game next week either. So it's going to be more um, fireworks this week after that. Tottenham. I only got to see the last ten minutes. I don't know if you watched it all, but I, I enjoyed it for you. Tottenham loses at home to Newcastle. Who's one of one nothing. Uh, I guess there was some controversy over VAR disallowing a penalty for Harry Kane. In spite of that, that should not be the reason you're crying if you're Tottenham for losing to Newcastle one nothing. That should not be um, the reason, right? In those last last 15 minutes I watched, uh, Newcastle was impressive. They were stout. They were cutting everything off. Um, Kane did miss a chance. Ball came into him from the side, whiffed on it. Um, I think Mora also had a header opportunity missed. So That's going to make you feel pretty rough about the lap, the week before when they made the two shots that they that really were on goal. Right? Yeah. And that must no, suck. A lot of drama, though. And this is, you know, the fact that that was an ugly draw, but a draw is a draw against City at the Etihad. Um, they'll take that. But this week, losing at home 
to, to Newcastle, I think you can finally see – I mean, you've, you've alluded to it a number of times already this season um, as far as the history of Tottenham. But Pochettino, there's been rumors about him wanting to go somewhere else for a long time. Erickson. Erickson wants out. The Kane uh, rumors Alda, are Aldo Weirald is, going is gone. Yep. They, they haven't re-signed him. I, I don't see any reason why he would stay if he, if he hasn't signed already. Um, so I think that's going to wear on them. They do have Ali, Ali coming back, Deli Ali this week. Um, so maybe that's that's a saving grace for them. But I, and I, to me, someone pops off the screen. No, yeah, he's, on, prob- he's probably the, the best player. I a hundred percent agree. He's probably the I, best I, player. He's, he's he plays with intensity. He's always you know he's always energetic. He's always where you need him to be. And Kane, let's be honest, is not the most. He's not the most mobile striker, so it's nice to have Son. He's a Premier League striker. Correct, but, but it's nice to have Son who does that, you know, who makes sure he's stretching the defense and making the run every time so that Kane right. can be more selective no, about what he does. No, I think top three, if you have Son on the left and more on the right with Kane in the middle, that's, I mean, that's more than serviceable. Yeah. Oh, no um, doubt. And with with Ali coming back, if you can get – look, Eric, if you're Erickson, you're going <laughs> after this year. Just play well. So, like, play it out. You know what the problem is, though, right? Daniel Levy gets into this with his players. Like, he'll start, you know, having conversations, and then he'll talk, start spreading rumors to the press. The whole – when Ponchettito comes out and says that our, our locker room's not united, that's a problem. And this is the third game of the year. So, it's interesting. It's, it's, it's history repeating itself. This reminds me of the end of the Harry Redknapp era when they were a really good team, top four team. Um, and they sold Bale, and that was it. That was it. You sell Erickson, and if you sell one more of them, then there's no nothing special left, right? Like it's just oh, the players you enjoy watching will win you top six. No, and it it looks like history is going to repeat itself um, here for them over the next couple of years. I think Kane is locked up, if I'm not mistaken. I agree, but um, will they resist? But that's just one guy. Will they resist? Stone. Stone has to be attracting people. I don't think Moore is going to win it. He's not big name enough, and he's kind of on, not over the hill, but he's not a hot commodity, I wouldn't say. They did bring in Ndombele, so they have him. Sissoko. So, I mean, I just perhaps they missed their window. They had a couple of years there before City really took off with Pep. That they, they His first been. year, they finished ahead of him, I believe. They did. I think they finished second. And the year before that with Pellegrini, they really had a chance when before Liverpool and City started scoring in the nineties. Tottenham should have got theirs. Yeah, they really should have, and they, and they the missed top. the opportunity. So we can flow in that. That was last week. As far as the table, before we talk about and finish up with our match of the week four, which will be Arsenal's second time here. Uh, Watford is at the bottom. Wofford's at the bottom. Wolves, which was the team we were all high on, is 15th. Everton is 12th. So those are three teams that are disappointing so far. Leicester and Burnley, 4th and 6th in the table. Really impressive. Yep. Burnley, actually, if it's not for a Wolves 97th-minute penalty, they're high. they would have won. Yep. So um, any – I guess out of those five, Leicester's probably the least surprising. I think there might be – They're uh, probably the least surprising. Out of those is Watford – or Wolves more surprising to you to, to be Watford I mean, that you get zero points of three games, and you've got to imagine that you know the pressure's in those, mounting in those those teams, right? Like we alluded to this before the season started, there's so much pressure on their managers. 
that if you start 0 and 3, 0 0 and 3, wow. I, I don't know how you come back from that, right? Because you're you're already in the back foot. Any loss here will just, you know, exacerbate the situation, make it so much worse. So every game now is like a cup game for them. They have to win, you know, two in a row or three in a row to settle every all the nerves down, settle the fans down. Otherwise, it'll get ugly. So I mean I, I don't so know they what actually, their schedule is. They actually have a midweek. They have to play a cup tie against Coventry. Oh, that's probably not good for them. Regardless, it's a game they have to play, and I would say they're getting a not a cupcake, but they get a good chance playing against Newcastle United. No um, but they just come off a win against Tottenham, but they played midweek, right? So I mean, it, it doesn't. That's that's definitely not a given. Maybe a midweek game will be good for them, though, because it's early enough in the season where I'm not worried about That's energy. Fair. So maybe just as a confidence builder. After that, though, they go Arsenal, Man City, Wolves. They have to get That's murderer's row right there. I mean, if you're them before the season started, right, I mean, you're looking at this. You had to win the first two games. You definitely didn't expect to lose to Brighton 3-0. Yeah. You probably – Everton, that's up in the air. And then but then to one, lose to West Ham three one, three one, they definitely were expecting <laughs> more than zero points three weeks in with the gauntlet that they have ahead of them. Because then they get Sheffield United, but then Tottenham. So yeah. you, you, they're literally playing three of the top six in the next five weeks, and then Wolves, which is a yeah. team that's been heavily invested in. So there, I don't so. think they're. I don't think they need to worry about relegation, right? You know, how, like people. Are it's a long it. season. It's a long season, but. but but what, they're the, gonna be. It's gonna be an uphill battle. And what what's interesting to me this year is, I actually think three through seven, six or seven, are very tight. I think for the first time in a long time, you really have teams that can beat each other on on any given day. So that's make, that makes it harder for them because you know five through seven are not pushing. They're not going to lose three on the trot anymore. They're good teams. So. You can get four or five games behind. You can't. You won't recover. Yeah. So let's wrap up with our match of the week, match week four, Arsenal versus Tottenham. I believe we're going at the Emirates this week. In the last five Premier League games, we are even 2-2-1. I believe Arsenal has scored 9-8. They've outscored them actually seven to four in the last five Premier League games. A lot of one one. Um, excuse me, I take that back. It's actually five four Arsenal. So they have a, a goal differential of one across five games, but not high scoring affairs. No. Um, the most that either one has scored in the game is two. Usually it's two nothing, one nothing. I think there was one game where we put in four or something. Right? And that was that was uh, yes. Yes, sorry, that, I was that, looking at that. Changed um, the that changed that that's yeah. what so, exacerbated the yeah. North London derby, um, Arsenal. I, I would say is coming in. Perhaps they've learned more about themselves than Tottenham. They have some mistakes to, to learn from. Yeah. Tottenham's are a lot more chemistry and uh, I guess less on the pitch issues. Very twenty eighteen self. Very hard to to resolve. Um, especially on a week-to-week basis. What are you looking for? What are you expecting? Are you going to be happy? Or are you going to be sad? So North London derbies are, are fun, right? Like, I'm not going to be too emotional. It, look, it's, it's a league game. 
It's one game. We've got to approach it like any other game. If you take the thing about Derby is if you take them too seriously, you're probably going to lose. Um, Tottenham's under a little bit of pressure, so I hope that Emery sets up, as you said last week, maybe more of an attacking formation. Play Pepe, play Lacazette, play Aubameyang. You're playing at home. You should get majority of possession. Take advantage. Have your best strikers. Have your best attackers on the pitch, and see what happens. If you lose, you lose, right? Like you got to Tottenham hasn't been looking amazing. You don't have to prepare for them like you did against Liverpool. You got to go in there and play your game. Um, if they do that, I'll be happy. You know, I don't care what the result. Again, if we if we get hammered, I won't be happy. Uh, but if we go in there and they play a good game and they they, they they set the team up right and give it their best shot, I think that's what we have to do. I think we have to approach this as you would against a team that's lacking confidence, and you have to take advantage. Maybe score, put two or three in. Um, and try and finish them off if you score early or something like that. You know, you got to, you got to, you got to, you got to go against them like they're a team low in confidence. Don't let them have a lot of the ball. Don't let them get their swagger. Do you think back. they did the four-four-two diamond to prepare for this game? Now that I think about it, because that's what Tottenham plays. But yeah. I'm just thinking because I'm like I don't love Lock or excuse me Abba coming off the left. It just looks very uncomfortable. Yeah. He is a he's right. an, he's an elite poacher. He is a coach. Um, and Lachlan no, can't that, play on the left either. So that's what I was going to ask. If he if if he looks like he can play off the left, I haven't I haven't seen him play as much. I know he's 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 an excellent player, but yeah. so for me, you probably want those two playing together in the middle of the park. I think that's what I think that's what you have to go with. Uh, you have. To. I think you and you have Pepe coming off the right with the freedom to do whatever he wants. And you have enough holding midfielders um, in this team, like you do. So I don't know who comes off the left if you're if you're going to let I old man still get forward. From, I think from the left back position, Montreal. He did not look good. <laughs> um, no, I, I think you. I think he goes Willick on the left on, on the left side of that dime. I. I I think I would make it a little wider than they did last week. Yeah, but we don't have that many wingers. We don't really I, have. I, a but you can make it wing. a little wider. Yeah. No, it's an interesting theory because that is how Tottenham sets up. So maybe he was seeing how compact we could be. Um, I don't believe that's smart. I don't believe you go into a game against Liverpool preparing for that's very defeatist. Um, so I'm going to say that we do the four-three-three. I'm going to say that we go. So who comes off the left? Obama. Because he scored. He still scored. If you look at the statistics, when he plays on the left, he doesn't play as well. Like, he, 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 you know, he doesn't pass as well as, like, a regular left winger or he doesn't defend as well as a left wing back. Um, but certainly he scores. Like, wherever he starts on the front three, he still scores. Because, like you said, he's a poacher. He's always interchanging. He's always moving. He's never in the same place. He's just waiting for an opportunity. So no, I, I, I think they go 4-3-3. Three, three, three. I, I think and who's in the middle? Ceballos has to be. Ceballos has to start probably above, and then you have maybe Jaka and Guendouzi or Torreira. Torreira looked good. I mean, Torreira needs to play for me. You like him. I do. I mean, he's, he's more skillful. I think Jaka and Guendouzi both have, like, stone feet, like very slow. Yeah, Jaka's brutal, man. I mean, they're not fast, right? So for me, Torreira's tiny, quick feet. And a lot he, more he actually skill. got their highest rating last week. If I yeah. because he scored, he was the only one in the top five of the game. The other were all, all the oh, top yeah. four were all Liverpool. He's got to play like he's. So the reason why he's not playing is because he played over the summer. So he's he's, he's being eased back into action. But how, I agree. I think you, you you definitely have to go Sabios, Ganduzi, Terrera. Yeah, I think uh, that's a move. And then job because Willick, 
he doesn't know what he's doing out there. He doesn't. He doesn't know what he's doing. We have to play Maitland Niles on the right till Bellerin comes back. Um, and it's going to be Socrates, Louise at the back, and it's going to be uh, Montreal on the left until Tierney is ready to go. So we'll, we'll see. I, I don't expect Tottenham to fix their problems. Um, my prediction for the game, I, I'm actually going to say Arsenal 2, Tottenham 1, and that one's going to be from Son. <laughs> you really, uh, love, you really love. He didn't get. They didn't. As a team, they didn't get any. Um, he didn't play against City, so I think he's hungry for one. And Arsenal's backline can be had. <laughs> they can definitely be Say had. That again. So I would not be shocked if they actually get two. But I'll I'll try to give you some good juju here. I say Arsenal two, Tottenham one, and Arsenal stays third in the league. What do you got? I got a one one. I got to go one one. I mean, it's it's look at look at look at the history there. Uh, what is it? It's, if you look at both with Tot- at Tottenham as well, there have been like three one-one draws in the last like ten games. So I, I think that's most likely North London derby. I think I think Tottenham comes and scores, you know, off a counter while Arsenal's trying to attack early, and then Arsenal comes and scores in the second half. Maybe like an Obama Yang or Lacazette kind of poached goal, and I think it ends one-one. It'll be interesting. What's funny about it is both defenses aren't great, so. I, I do think there is a case where we have a high-scoring game this week. I, I don't think Louise looked very comfortable last week, and Socrates. No, we could definitely get some, yeah. some fireworks. Um, yeah. I'd be surprised if it was one-one. I think I think there's too much That's talent cool. up front. You think there are more goals? Um, it is a derby, though. Derby's a little more choppy, a little less free-flowing. They're a little more feisty. Maybe they let the horses out. Maybe Ali's back. Son's been the starter. Hopefully, more is up top on the right. I'll tell you what, Ali coming back is big for them. They needed a. They needed. He hasn't been good in twenty four months. So yeah, I wouldn't go that far, but he's still better than. You know. I mean, Sissoko and Indemelli don't look that bad. No, they're not the problem. It's definitely chemistry. So we'll see. Uh, we full, ha- we fully with, expect. What's happening there? What is happening? Is he? He's is he, leaving. He wants to go is to he Spain. Play? Or now Juventus apparently. I mean, no. I mean, you have to play him. He's their one of the most talented. So players. he's just not committed. Essentially, he's just off. I mean, it's a vibe. That's it's soccer. It. It's That's a lot of chemistry. Yeah. So that'll be fun. Liverpool City. We fully expect them to stay top. Depending what happens to Arsenal, we could see Leicester slot slot into the three hole. Mm-hmm. Um, Looked amazing so far. We, you know, it's it's early, but it already looks like Liverpool and City are, are head and shoulders above the league, which is what a lot of people expected. Which is what we said. Um, so that's 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 what we're getting. We're excited for Arsenal Tottenham and a really fun three to eight, you know, shuffling board. Like it's gonna that's gonna be the best part about the league this year. Definitely European football. All right, that is all we have for you this week. I'm not doing the Twitter thing. I don't even know Ian's handle, so. <laughs> It is what it is. I'm still off Twitter and still love Hopefully he's already having sweet dreams, planning his date in his head and gumdrops. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to go throw his clothes in the dryer. So. You better not forget. Don't thanks, thanks for listening. And until next time.